Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist, and the host of Blog Diaries. Broke, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. Happy Sunday, everyone, and I hope that you take today to fulfill you. Um, someone said that to me yesterday. Um, I hope you take tomorrow to fulfill you, Tamara. That you, you own the day. That you control the day. That you do what fulfills you. And I thought that was powerful. And I said, you know what, I'm using that in my podcast. And they said, go ahead. Um, I do a lot of work throughout the day. And, um... I'm in school, and so the person that said it was a, a fellow a fellow student along with me, and we were talking about the state of a woman. A lot of times, we don't realize how broken we are because we blind our vision with our pain and our hurt and our discomforts, our discomforts of things not being the way we want it to be, our, our brokenness because... We can't see the shattered pieces because we're usually hiding behind our strengths. A lot of people can see the weaknesses of a woman, but a lot of people don't realize that sometimes our strengths are weaknesses too. And um, I'm learning that, that my strengths are my weaknesses, my strength too try to to work away what hurts me or go so hard because I I don't have I feel like I lost so much um in my personal life that I have no choice but to go hard I look at my age at 45 I really got to go hard because I don't want to leave this earth without making a mark for myself. And we that's that's me all day. I'm ambitious. I go hard when things don't when I see that I'm not at my best capacity, I'm going to go even harder. And sometimes that strength, that go-getter mentality is a blessing, but it also can be a curse because Somewhere out of the line, you you miss the bigger picture. You miss the time to love in a way of life. And you forget that life isn't about just the, the nice things and the success. And you forget who you really are. And a lot of people don't realize. You don't know what makes you laugh. You don't know what makes you fun. You know, I'm naturally funny, so it I don't need anyone to make me laugh. I can make me laugh. Um, and I read this quote, and it was by Jada Pickett Smith. And y'all know I am a fan of Jada Pickett Smith. I and my dream is to get on her red table talk, okay? Or to to yes, I would love to help women and talk about blood diaries and and how we are broke, lonely, angry, and horny. Even when we have everything and everyone around us. We, um, especially the go-getters. 
I know I'm a go-getter. Naturally. I'm fighting. But one of the things that came out of her quote was, people can't love us out of our self-hatred. We got to do that. Sometimes our self-hatred is the fact that we're not where we want to be. Or that every time we take two steps forward, we're taking two steps back. And that may be the part of us that we hate. And that's a strong word, but it's the truth. A lot of us hate the things that we cannot change. A lot of us hate that we can't heal what has broken us. And I know I can speak I can speak from experience that I can't heal everything. I, that I wanted somebody to rescue me because the work that I do on a regular basis of taking care of other people is only a natural it's only a natural reaction that you want someone to save you. If you're in the business of whether you're a social worker, whether you are a psychologist, whether you are a teacher, a mentor, it's only natural that we want someone to rescue us. It's just a natural reaction, right? It's a natural reaction to say, I want to be rescued. I was reading a story um, about a young woman who was killed here in Buffalo. She was 25 years old and they found her dead in Main Street and everyone was talking about how they didn't like this guy who later killed his own mother and killed his newborn baby. And he gave the police a three-hour standoff. I thought about the fact that what was her story? Why did she love him? Was there something that she was holding on to? Because maybe... She was in the business of not only loving him, but rescuing him. So as I was reading deeper into his story, because see, every villain may have been once a victim, right? People alter people. Life situations alter you, and I'm going to tell you, abuse, neglect, abandonment, those will alter you. You don't think the way everybody else thinks. And even though you may have the, you may go to college and you may have willed yourself out of all the negative things that have happened in your life. It still has an impact on how you react to things, how you react to people in certain circumstances and situations. People can fake the front. You may not kill nobody, but you may be overprotective. You may not be a, an abuser like your mother or father may have been, but you may be very cautious. And you may not walk on the other side of that street. You may stay on the safe side. You may not love, or if somebody even, if you get in a disagreement, you may fire that person in a heartbeat. We all know that we react differently to the things that affect us. Right? may not like a woman. Some men who have been sexually abused may just be a womanizer, right? He And he may not be abusive. He may be cunning and, and sweet and kind, but he's sleeping with everybody and their mama because he's made, he, that's how he directs his abuse. And then he leaves you with the note, it's over. Thank you, right? 
We, we've all encountered those people. But what we want is to be rescued. For me, I do all the work. And I know for a fact I do all the work. It's obvious from caring for my son. Everything is on me and everybody depends on me. And everybody puts all of their burdens on me. If something's going wrong, they call in Tamara. Tamara fix it. Tamara fix it. Tamara fix it. And I am happy to fix it because that's what I've done since the day I walked into my Aunt Cookie's house. Once she taught me how to go to the store, this is how you pick out groceries. So it was funny. It was an aha moment. This lady was like, you're so good at grocery shopping. Reality is, I did that since I was five years old. I had to shop for us. Y'all may take it as a joke, but when my mother was on drugs, you had to become the adult or you was going to starve. Real talk. You was going to starve. There was no, there was no, well, I'm going to hope and pray for somebody to do it. I had to be the fixer. I had to repair things. I had to take care of my brother. I had to take care of my aunt. Because as much as she took care of me, there were certain things she couldn't do. She couldn't go outside that door. A lot of that was depression. A lot of that was um, not liking the way she looked. So I went to the grocery store. I cleaned the house. took out the garbage. I did everything on my own because it was what people had. She trained me that way. And I can remember... My uncle saying she is that is to marry you are more than fixing people, and it's gonna take a lifetime for you to learn how to break that habit because they've trained you so well. See, guys, we get trained so well in some of our bad habits that are good habits for others. And let me say that again. Sometimes we get trained so well to help others. That we forget how much of our needs and our wants are are neglected. So we run to people because we want, for once in my life, I, and I have a real talk. I want somebody to rescue me and not rescue me and buy me a gift and be like, here's my card. <laughs> here's my business card. Call me when you need me. Monday through Friday, do the hours of 9 to 5. Hell, I do that, right? I don't want that. What I want. Is somebody who is really there. Like for real, for real there. Right? And my comfort is from a man. I'm tired of chicks, right? I'm no disrespect. I love my sister friends and I love them. I love their the relationship that I have. But I it's what I want because I've been the rescuer in my relationships and I have many. And then when I and you know the funny part is is when you get tired of rescuing. People tend to put the title that you're selfish. Can't tell you how many times somebody has told me on a regular, you're so selfish. How am I selfish for thinking about myself when I haven't slept in 24 hours straight? Some people don't know that. Some people don't know that I gotta go hard. Right? Because... If I lose, that's it, right? And I, and 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 we we would forget that. So we could be trained. We could be trained in being a good habit for other people. 
and become a bad habit to ourselves. Because the truth is, is people can't love us out of our self-hatred, but we, people can't break our bad habits for us. They can give us the tools and the resources to break those bad habits, but if we have not the willpower or the strength to break our bad habits, we're going to continue on. And I thought about how this young lady was trying to rescue him. It was why she couldn't leave. I can't tell you how I stayed in a relationship from the time I was 16 years old because I wanted to rescue him. And in turn, I thought that my reward would be that he would rescue me too. That was the reward that I look for, that I pray for, that I hope for. That in the end, he would rescue me too. That he would make a, an undying commitment that he would stay. And it happened with Lloyd too. Wanted to rescue him. Soon as the soon as I realized that you, I was like, oh, I'm gonna save them. I'm gonna save him. Cause the reward is he'll rescue me. He'll rescue me and he'll save me and he'll fix what ails me. And I will fix what ails him. And get this. We gonna love. And it ain't going to hurt. What a big lie told me. You can love. Sometimes we fall in love with people because we want to save them. Sometimes we become friends with people because we want to save them. Because we want the ultimate reward of being rescued. From our own self-hatred. From our own our own thoughts and feelings and emotions. We want that person to heal us and they can't and they don't have the they don't have the capacity. They don't have the capacity because if they hurt and they nine times out of ten they're gonna hurt you too. And if you're hurting, guess what? You're gonna hurt them too. And there's gonna be some shattered pieces all over the place. All over the place. Please believe me. See, it becomes our bad habit. It's a good habit to other people. When people see that attribute, that that girl got your back. But if she don't have her back, eventually she's going to neglect herself. And, and, and I see it in our community, and I see it around me on a regular basis. Think about that sister. Those women who were together, and then you look around our community. How many times have women become damaged because of who they tried to rescue? Who did they try to repair? And they drained the life out of them. They drained the beauty out of them. And they sucked them out of everything that they have. Now, some people, a lot of people, the boss ladies and the boss men and women have, have saved themselves. And said, nah, and caught on to the signs and, you know, and, 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 and got away from that behavior. But for the majority of us, for the majority of us, we, we, we stayed stuck. Because in the world, and to our friends, that's a good habit to have. Girl, she is, she a ride or die. She is, she got your back. But who she got? I'll never forget 
you know, my Aunt Linda was the most confident woman that I knew. She was plus size, right? She had to be about to be 50, but she, like I always tell people, she dressed well, she looked well, um, but she also was HIV positive. The man that she had fell in love with, and I, I'll never forget her sitting down and telling me this story, but not learning the lesson until now. And he was bisexual. And so now that it's popular, is the balls and the street scenes. And he used to go and stay with a house mother. So when I look at Pose, I think about the fact that my Aunt Linda told me the same story. And she was trying to save him. She was rescuing him and she was in love with him. And when she found out, on the day that she found out that she was pregnant with a little girl, she had to be about five months she found out that she was, I guess she knew or whatever the case may be, but at five months she decided to have an abortion because she had discovered that he was gay. And when she realized, he told her that she, that she was saving his life and if she left him. But when she realized that everything and every effort that she had poured into him didn't help him or heal him, she stepped away. Are y'all hearing me? She stepped away. Yes, she stepped away. But she stepped away and she had to she had an abortion and she said to me, Tamara, you can never rescue anybody. She said, baby. Sometimes that rescuing somebody will hurt you in the end. And, and I didn't get that lesson until now. You can't rescue people because they're not ready. I may not be ready to be. I know. I say I want to be rescued. I say I want to be saved. But that's scary shit. To no longer dwell in the place that you're used to. Because it actually, no matter how much it hurts, it becomes comfortable. Certain pains become comfortable. It becomes classic. And and it's like, that's me. Pain, hurt, blah, broke, lonely, angry, and horny. That, that might be my place that I became comfortable in. And I'm afraid to be rescued. I want to. I swear I want to be saved from that. But if I'm caught in this position that when I get out of it, doesn't feel natural. You ever see somebody who's in a good relationship and she's showing her behind? It's not natural to her anymore. It's not natural. It's not natural to be rescued. So, as I thought about my Aunt Linda telling me that, she said that the day she was diagnosed was the day she found herself loved. She had to choose life and death. And it scared me to know that, it scares me to know that when we have the major disruption is when we find love of ourselves. Or we, we are open to love freely. And I watch my Aunt Linda live every life, every day after the day of her diagnosis. Um, 
like she was golden. She did things for her mother. She did things for herself. She always dressed well, even as a plus-size woman. But she lived her very best life to her terms and conditions. And the question, I guess, that I'm asking everyone is, how are you loving yourself out of your self-hatred? Because it's a hard habit to break. Right? And that self-hatred is not, um, oh, she eat too much or this or that. Her self-hatred may be that she doesn't give herself the time to breathe, to take care of herself. See, when you don't take care of yourself, that's it. It's considered self-hatred. I remember when my son lost his friend, um, Hezzy, a couple. And, I didn't, and, and they kept saying, well, Ruben's doing self-destructive behavior. Him not taking, him deciding not to take his medicine is self-hatred. And I was like, well, and, and Ruben being cocky said, I'm, I don't hate myself. I just know that this medicine, if my friend took this medicine and it didn't work for him, I know it's not going to work for me. I don't want to fight like a he like he fought. I don't want to pretend that this is working for me and it's not. Guys, we we get into this habit. Real real talk. We get into this habit of not realizing that what we don't do for ourselves is a form of self-hate. The habits that we become comfortable in it's a form of us not loving ourselves. If we want to be rescued, we got to practice saving ourselves first. And we got to invite the people that are healthy into saving us. If we can't get into practice of rescuing people after people after people after people, and they're leaving you neglected. So often, I, I can tell you that I, I, mean, I was in that business. I am in that business. What am I talking about? I was. I am in that business right now. Of rescuing people. But they got to want to save themselves. And you got to want to save you. And that's real talk. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to me today. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist, and the host of Blog Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. So I ask of you three things every time I do my podcast. One, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Two, love yourself. Love yourself, my sisters and brothers. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Number two, my favorite, support a, a local author, support me as an author, support a local business that is in your community thriving and who is trying to thrive and survive. Your support means everything from sharing their posts to shouting them out on your social media. Who you give to will give back on to you. Three, support a, a local nonprofit organization that is, that, that, you know, it is the, it is the breath of our communities. Breathe life into them and they'll return the favor. So guys, follow me on Instagram at Tam Loves to Write. Follow me on Twitter, Tam Loves to Write. And I, I always forget this. Instagram is Tam Loves to Write 39. So guys, stay connected. Stay connected to yourself. Don't lose yourself over anything or anybody. Bye bye.